<laughs> Welcome to episode 150 of Just Another Knicks Fan. Hosted by your host, Jack Malfire F, man. We are about to enter the what? 1946 was when 76 years ago. So I guess we're entering the 76th season of the NBA. And you know, the Knicks have about. No, they have exactly two championships, and um, I've been a Knicks fan for since 1998. So, uh, 24 years being a Knicks fan, I've gotten 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2004, 2011, 12, and 13, and 2021. So let's add that up: 98, 99, 2000, Ninety eight to two thousand one, and then 04 is five. Eleven to thirteen, that's eight. I got nine playoff appearances in twenty four years, and I was in nineteen ninety nine. I got three playoff series victories. One ninety eight, that's four. Um, two thousand, we got two playoff series victories, so that's six right there. And um, oh one, we lost to the Raptors. Oh four, we got swept by the Nets. Damn. And then um, oh eleven got split by the Celtics. Damn son. Only twelve we lost to the Heat, and then twenty thirteen <laughs> we won a playoff series. So about got about seven playoff series victories. Twenty twenty one we lost to the Hawks, and in eight years I got to celebrate one playoff victory. But overall, in the last 22 years, since the year 2000, we've gotten three playoff series victories in 22 years. It's fucking wild. I want to think about it. Like, you know, when I look at my return on investment on being a Knicks fan, is oh man, it's just, but we here, man. Like, that's all I got to say about it. Like, sometimes you got to look back and really peep. And then, you know, you got... The Kings, they haven't made the playoffs since 2004. You got a lot of other shit going on. The Clippers finally made the Western Conference Finals, I think, like last year against the Suns. They lost to the Suns. What was the year before last year? I don't know. Time flying. So, yeah, you don't want to be named in these kind of... You don't want to be in these conversations. The Knicks have the worst winning percentage since this century started. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just looking at it. I'm just thinking about it, man. Like, this past weekend on Sunday when all the four, to speak, uh, four New York sports teams won. Um, if you want to include the Bills, you can make that five because they won on Monday. They put the beats on the Tennessee Titans. Yo, it felt good. Like, it was just one day. I'm like, wow. The Giants won. They're just, wow. Wow. Like, you just feel exuberance. You know, in the city, man. And I'm just like, the last six years, man, New York sports has been trash, bro. Like, and I don't even know, like, how it had me in the funk, like, how miserable I actually was. Like, not miserable, like, but, like, just knowing I could have been a bit happier. Like, I was like, this is what it feels. This is what winning feels. Mind you, it was just one week, one game, one day, and it felt great. You know, if you're a fan of these Boston teams, you're a fan of these 
Golden State Warriors, fan of the Dodgers, you fan of LeBron. This is every regular shit, man. And I'm like, yo. Being a Knicks fan not easy. Being a Giants fan is not being a New York sports fan has not been easy. And um I'm realizing it definitely has had a major effect on me one way or another, but um I gotta make sure that not only have effect on me if it's a good thing, like if like the last six years. If it's been tough the last six years, it's been tough, man. Um whatever, man, can't let it affect my whole life. But when they win, man, that shit just just affects all aspects of your life in a, such a positive way. I was just happy on Sunday, man. My mom's like, what happened? I'm like, nothing. This is happy, bro. Like, it's just crazy. Like, what winning does? It's just one week of winning, bro. Like, and it's just the way that the Jets won. That shit was crazy. Giants pulling off close game victories, doing kneel downs. I'm not even used to that shit, bro, to be honest with you. So just seeing that shit, man. Like, when the Knicks was good against, not the Hawks, but when the Knicks was good, that fucking post-COVID season. I'm not used to that shit, bro, but that shit feel good. And I always want to feel like that. So I got to make sure, and if the Knicks are not doing good, that I'm still as happy as I can be. Like, I just had a revelation yesterday, man, while I was like, yo, this shit, life shouldn't be this difficult because of I'm a New York sports fan, especially the Knicks and the Giants, man. The Mets just clinched the playoffs. I did not know the Mets only made the playoffs 10 times in 61 years. That's fucking wild. And they from Queens, so Queens get the fucking money, man. Let's go, man. I'm pulling for the Mets. Uh, Aaron Judge hit 60 home runs. Like, yo, you see what the fuck I'm talking about? What a time to be alive. You and yo. Are we talking teams? Are we talking teams? I mean, even like the Nets, bro, they they coming back healthy. Kyrie, KD, pick a K. Like that Nikki song. Ben Simmons coming back motivated. Then you got the Knicks, man. The ultimate team of the city. The city is all about basketball and the Knicks doing good. You know, there's a minor market share that's going to rule for the Nets. And also, you know, fans of Kevin Durant and Kyrie, respectively, and even Ben Simmons and shit, you know, uh, Pat Mills and shit. Like, Pat Mills, Ben Simmons, Australian connection they got, so... York Sports, man, it could be on and popping in October. The Rangers is coming off an exciting uh, playoff run, which fell short against the defending, um, well, were the defending NHL Stanley Cup champions. So it's about to be interesting, man. The Rangers, the Mets, and the Yankees going full throttle. And then that should feel good, even though like I'm not a baseball guy, but I'm just happy, man. We got something rolling out here. Like you feel the goodness, man. Like when the Mets and Yankees not doing good, you might not feel it, but when they're doing good, you feel that shit, bro. Like I, right, we got something brewing over here. Let's get shit cracking, man. That's a good feeling. So let's go. As long as the Mets are not eliminated from the playoffs, I want them to win. And if they don't to get eliminated, or whatever, then let's go Yankees. Fuck it. That being said. The next season is coming closer, getting closer, getting closer, and I'm excited. I'm also happy uh, for for um, the Knicks fan TV. Like I watch, being that I'm a Knicks fan, you know, you can't go to ESPN and mainstream media for um, your Knicks news. So I check out Knicks fan TV and, and like, uh, State of New York. I check everybody, 
outlets out, try to support. Listen, see, to see what the streets are saying, man. See what the Knicks streets are saying and see how I feel about it, if I agree, disagree. Or not even that, just to hear what they're saying, man. It's not always about me agreeing or disagreeing. And just listen, I'm like, oh, that's what, that's what y'all think. And I think it was pretty cool that, you know, that the platform, uh, a Knicks fan platform, Got an uh, interview from R.J. Barrett, man. That's like a big-ass deal. So shout-outs to that platform, man, Knicks Fan TV. That's a big deal to, to get, you know, the future of the Knicks, um, our franchise who has the keys to the franchise, an interview from him. Now, check that out. It's about 20, 25 minutes long. Um, you know, R.J. Barrett was, you know, expressing how he felt. I just felt like it was it was such a big moment at the same time. It's hard to, you know, get the real raw answers and questions, and um, R.J. Barrett did keep stuff brief. Uh, it's, you know, um, now he wasn't as I guess I don't know how to explain it. You know, he kept he kept the answers brief. Let's put it like that. Kept the answers brief as possible. I guess he didn't want to say anything wrong or cause any controversy, but uh, maybe interviewing is not his thing. Maybe he I don't know. I just feel like it could have been, RJ could have been a bit more responsive. I'm not trying to be too nitpicky, even though it sounds like I am, but he kept it kept it very brief. And, you know, as someone that's a, you know, a media, a, a, a show created for the fans, by the fans, you want to make sure that, you know, fumble that bag. So I had to keep the question sort of G-rated. And I've seen people say, yo, why you ain't ask about Fournier? Why you ain't ask about Julius Randle? Yo, bro, I'm pretty sure... There was a discussion about the questions that he can't ask. Like you can't ask those questions, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna affect something one way or another. So of course you had to keep it as as simple as possible. But overall, that's a good look. Just let you know if you're a fan of your team and you really about your shit, man. You, know, you get shit cracking. Shit, shit could really shit could really go. So that that was great to see. It was good to hear from RJ. Um. You know, he's talking about the season and, and, and Jalen Brunson, but I, I I don't even know what I would ask him, honestly. It's tough. I will say he seems very focused. I think he just wants a season to start. I think RJ really wants a season to start. He just wanna get shit cracking. My Atlantic division loaded. I know he wanna I think he got a lot to prove. You know, one way or another, whether he found out he was on the trade block or not. Um for the extension to take this long for him to get, whatever the reason was, I just feel like he's motivated this season, and I think him being motivated helps the Knicks out. And um, yeah, man, I'm glad he he's here. He's back for four years at a a solid deal. I think it's a fair deal for him and the Knicks. You know, yeah, I was happy, bro. I was happy for him. Happy for for another platform to shine and. I'm glad he didn't get interviewed by ESPN because they don't deserve it, bro. These mainstream, we don't deserve to interview our players, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I was happy. RJ Barrett, I didn't know he had his own shoe, so that he got his own shoe. Um, it was inspired by his Canadian and Duke roots. Um, he might, like I said, he might be from the type of way that he, he I was looking for the orange and blue colorway but hey man this is pre-nick this is what got him to the knicks was playing on duke and and being from canada and all that shit like i remember to hear i heard that the what's popping remix featuring tory lanes and i like tory lanes verse 
And then he ends it with Canada. And I was like, yo, you didn't have to say all that, bro. But I was like, all right, bro, if that's what you want, man. So Tory Lanez had Canada at the end of the song. I guess it's because, you know, RJ Barrett's from Canada. And he knew that RJ Barrett was going to drop a, a, some shoes with some Canada inspiration on it. But um, RJ Barrett did say, I got something for the Knicks fans. So I guess it is going to be some Knicks colors, P.E. Um, you know, red and blue, it also seems like some Spider-Man theme he got going on. Um, also, I didn't want to go the other color scheme, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I expect the orange and blue color scheme. What you got to do is just change the other one to orange, the one that's red, and you got money. But I'm pretty sure they'll, be, they'll get a bit more creative with the next colorway. It's just going to be the one blue, one orange shit. So, uh, shoes look cool. Shoes look cool. You know what I mean? I don't mean, like, not every shoe is fire. Not every shoe is whack. Some shoes are cool. Some shoes are cool. So, yeah, shout-outs to, to, to R.J. Barrett. I'm excited to see him at the floor. And um, also for the platform, I'm happy for them. And also for you, man, like, I'm looking at the shoulders. I saw this picture on Instagram of, like, those French roster. It had Fournier, Batum, and Bede. I didn't even know Embiid was going to be on the French team, but he on the French team. And they got the dude that's the future, like, the 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 player that everyone would want to tank for, the team that everyone, the player that everyone would tank for. I don't know how to say his name, but he like supposed to be like a taller version of KD, and that's fucking crazy because KD is pretty tall. And a taller version of that, that's wild, B. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. So, um, wow, why my phone? Why my phone locked right now? But I'll get to that later. But um, one second, man, this shit getting annoying. My phone glitching as fuck. Yo, my bad, yo. My phone was on some shit. I had to, like, get that shit situated. But, um, yeah, that French team looking tight spooky, man. Like, the NBA is really becoming worldwide. I think this was, like, the vision of um, D. Stern. D. Stern legacy lives on, man. Um, You're seeing, like, Greek Freak. You got Luca. Like, yo, these fucking Euro League. All that, oh, this is the same Europe, yo, it's Europe, it's not the, yo, man, I get it. You got Luca playing, you got fucking Jokic playing, you got Giannis playing. Bro, these are fucking box office players playing in this league, bro. I might want to pop out to one of these shits in the future. Like, for real, like, I'm going to dive more deep dive into this in a few, but this EuroLeague shit, bro, is, is, it's tight wavy. Like, this ain't no small shit. Like, Evan Fournier doing what he's doing out there. Like, bro, like, it might not be a big deal to us, but he popping out there. Like, it's it's like Florida overseas, man. Like, Pitbull overseas. They might not be doing much in America, but they lit overseas. That's Evan Fournier, bro. Like, probably any French chick that you want. The Euroleague is a big deal, man. Like, them motherfuckers is prideful about their country, and... Just be full Like the marina's just full On top of that They pride for Now you got Luca, You got Fucking Joel Embiid You got Jokic You got Giannis Devin Fournier You got Rudy Gobert Willie Hurt Gomez And Bo Cruz My nose a little stuffy If in case my voice sound weird It's cause my nose a little stuffy bro Like yo Your league shit looking lit bro like, the NBA really becoming global, bro. Like, global... Fuck global warming, bro. Unless everybody on fire, like, on the basketball court. Maybe that's, like, the real global warming that everybody should be worried about, man. Like, for real. But, 
one thing I will say, man, this is episode one fifty. So, a buck fifty, bro. You know, a buck fifty is like it's not the most pleasurable thing to receive, unless we're speaking of currency. But if we're talking about some form of action, an adverb or verb, I forgot what it is. But like, yo, you want a buck fifty, man? Unless we're talking about cash. Then you'll take the buck fifty, man. And like, doing a lot of reflecting, bro. Like, I said, man. Like the last six years of this New York sports, outside of the Knicks making the playoffs, like two years ago. And uh, it's not been much to cheer about, man. Like the Mets with the World Series twenty fifteen, Rangers did that. Rangers did some ill shit this year, but like, yo. Just one decent week, and I'm like, wow, this is what it's supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? So what I will do is appreciate this week and not live in the past. They say you live in the past is how you get old. So I get old. So I live in the past. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Jets 1-1, Giants 2-0, Mets and Yankees on tilt. NBA coming up. Let's fucking go, man. Appreciate your ceiling, fan. In the words of Patrice O'Neal, man, always appreciate your selling fan. Appreciate what you got. And and strive for better, bro. That's the name of the game, man. Um, That's what I'm trying to do. I appreciate my selling fan. I'm looking at it right now. It's a nice-ass selling fan. I turned it off because probably would have fucked up the audio if I had it on. I don't know. I ain't taking no chances, man. I ain't living that dangerous. But I appreciate your selling fan. And appreciate what you got and drive strive for better. And um let's go next, man. Let's go next. Episode one fifty.